Without question, one of the most significant ways to form culture, develop wisdom, and to shape our children to love the true, the good, and the beautiful in the middle and high school years is through a thriving house program. Stay tuned for this episode of Basecamp Live to learn more. Mountains, we all face them as we seek to influence the next generation. Get equipped to conquer the challenges, summit the peak, and shape exceptionally thoughtful, compassionate, and flourishing human beings. We call it Ancient Future Education for Raising the Next Generation. Welcome to Basecamp Live. Now your host, Davies Owens. Welcome to Basecamp Live here with Kelly Barber. How are you, Kelly? Great, Davies. Good to see you again. It's always good to be seen, and it's always good to talk about topics that are super influential in the lives of our schools. And I want to ask you if you had to just pick one area of influence that would cause the most cultural change in a classical Christian school, what would it be? Boy, if you're narrowing me down to one thing, not one person, right? And you can't say parents, and you can't say church, the obvious Teachers, things. okay, all right. Yeah, so I would say uh, in a classical school, I think your best opportunity to do that is through a house program. A house for okay, and the first question after that is, well, what's a house <laughs> program? It sounds like something Harry Potter would have done. Yeah, so. it's. I mean, that's probably a good way to visualize it in your head. But uh, it's essentially, yeah, students grouped. Uh, certainly, at the school that you and I are involved with, Ambrose, we've got seventh through twelfth graders all mixed together yeah. in various houses, grouped by houses, and they've yeah. set up with a leadership structure. We've got student leaders that are kind of working on various aspects of community involvement. Uh, through unity within the, the school itself, through, you know, within the students in-house, community service, looking outward, spiritual development and growth, uh, sports activities. I mean, just kind of the range of things. And it's all run by the students. It's pretty remarkable. And this interview with Jordan Tucker, who has been our house governor, along with uh, one of our uh, senior students, really opens that up. And I, I know he gets an email a week, he tells us, from people mm. around the world saying, how do you do it? Or we tried it and it didn't go that well. Really interesting for our listeners. You're actually, of your many things you do, uh, you're taking on the house governor role next year. So why why are you doing that? What's 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 the vision for you? Well, you kind of, I mean, we didn't bury the lead at all, right? It's, <laughs> it really is that, in my mind, it's the best way to drive culture in our student community, community and as, as an institution, that's the best way to do it. So obviously the teachers in a classical program are huge and the influence they have on the kids is phenomenal and that mentorship. But man, that peer engagement and peer involvement, particularly when you're talking ages 12 to 18 and you have the chance to be around people who are showing you this is how I'm living life right yeah. now in a Christian way with a spirit of selflessness and brotherhood and sisterhood. I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. Well, I, we're going to have to do an interview just with you uh, on this topic, but we are <laughs> going to hear from uh, Jordan, who's been at this for quite a number of years, and it is really, it's one of the things that sold me on the school, and I know schools around the country are plugging in. So let's jump into this interview with, with Jordan Tucker. Let's do it. Welcome to Basecamp Live. Davies Owens here in the studio with Mr. Jordan Tucker. How are you, Jordan? I'm doing well. Tired tired it's what do you think it's the end of the school year or something it might be that season yeah and emma clausen senior nonetheless yes well how many days to graduation oh shoot well you're supposed to know that like you're off the top of your head (laughs) it's in our classroom i have stopped looking at it though because yeah it just it's best not to even dwell on these things it's such a good thing well we're here to talk about the house program we were just saying before we turn on the mics jordan tucker you've you've been house governor here at ambrose for how long Six years. Six years. And you're also teaching seventh grade when you're not being the house governor. Yes. And 11th grade. And 11th grade. Of theology. Course. So that's a break, though. <laughs> there you go. That's easy. a whole other podcast right there. I, I am amazed. The house program, and I'll just 
personal testimony. Eight years ago, when I came to tour the school as a potential dad, I didn't even know I was going to be working here. I walked away thinking that house program is the secret sauce that runs the school. I mean, it is where culture is formed. It is the, you know seventh through twelfth graders all coming together and having um, having just a transformative experience. And Jordan, just as a testimony to your to, to the word that's getting out there, you were saying you get emails how often from schools now asking about this? Uh, weekly, weekly about it's crazy about house, what it is, best practices. So we're gonna get so we're gonna explain what house is because people are thinking I thought you were school and you're telling me your house. There may be some base confusion here of what this thing is. So I'm gonna let Emma. I just want just kind of jump right into kind of <laughs> testimony story. House begins at seventh grade. So we yes. seventh through twelfth is all one big grouping. We don't mm-hmm. take the hormonal seventh and eighth graders and stick them in a different building. We believe yeah. you need to all be under one roof together. <laughs> Although we might <laughs> should the, do that. Yeah, that, <laughs> that middle school thing can be a little dangerous sometimes. <laughs> so so Emma, tell me about so seventh grade, big graduate of grammar school, you show up, what happens? How does house impact your experience? I mean, I am naturally a very quiet person. I'm not the kind of girl that puts herself out there. I remember when we first started, um, when I first was in my house, my my really good friend Maddie used to shove my hand in the air to make me volunteer to play in-house sports because I was too nervous to volunteer myself. So, you know, I had friends that would push me into doing things, um, which I would enjoy later on down the road. Um, but yeah, um, Flash forward to now, and I am the president of one of our houses. So and and still super shy, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. can you raise your hand by yourself now? Yeah, I yeah I manage. Yeah. So tell me about so one of the we're going to get into this in detail, but again, when you so at our school we have how many houses? Six houses. Okay, and so each house is made up of seventh through twelfth mixed together. Yes. And so we begin the year. Talk about how the year begins and the role house plays. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Every year before school even really starts, we have the house retreat, which um, is a three-day event where um, all of the students get bussed up to McCall um, at a camp called Quaker Hill, and it is just a blast. Um, Each... Uh, all of the new students and the seventh grade students get initiated Uh-oh. into the different houses. Um, is, there, is there a talking hat that decides which <laughs> house you're going to be in? I wish. Um, but each uh, house leadership group is tasked with a creative way to initiate seventh grade students. I remember when I was in seventh grade, my initiation was eating... Um, it was eating... I think it was purple mac and cheese, but they mm. called it... Something else, you know, Edwards related, which because was the house purple I was is your color. Yes, okay, our yeah. house color, and then, yeah, they just they come up with the funniest and funkiest stuff for kids to do, and then they're um, accepted into their houses, and then we go on a house hike afterwards, talk about what house is, what the vision behind house for the year is, and how we want everyone to be included in that. And so you had, I know one of the big elements is mentoring that's going on. So you yes. had you had Maggie McMahon as your mentor. Tell me about her and what that was for, like for you. Yes. Um, Maggie, since probably day one as a seventh grader, she was my assigned mentor, but also I looked up to her um, from day one. Um, and she was what, a junior or senior at that point? Yeah. Okay. I think she was um, a sophomore yeah Yeah. she was a sophomore house leader when I first had her but she was my mentor so already we had um that beginning for a special relationship um and um I just she always was approachable and always easy to talk to and a very encouraging person for me 
Um, and like I was telling you earlier, I would not have had the courage to actually um, apply for house leadership if she hadn't told wow. me that I should. <laughs> and you ended up on the volleyball team because she plays volleyball. Yes. It's all these all these benefits. Yes. <laughs> so let's back up just for a second. So so house, uh, Jordan, talk a little bit about it. I mean, it, how what just nuts? What is it? It's not actually a house. I mean, it's why is it called house? <laughs> <laughs> um, the the term house captures the uh, the concept of community. It's a group of people coming together and doing life together. And that's what the house, I mean, the word captures. Um, so in short, it's, it's our school's attempt to intentionally shape culture uh, by um, doing all that we can to, to love each other as Jesus loves us in the context of our school community. Okay, and so how does that play? Like, walk me through a normal week. What what does house mean? What are you doing? So, <laughs> what are we doing in yeah. house? I mean, it is it, it it is a vast thing. But in in short, house is um, a group of people coming together to serve the community. So, going out to. Um, uh, food kitchens in the community, going to um, retirement homes and, and getting to know people there. It's uh, students coming together to serve the grammar school by reading stories with them or serving a teacher that has an activity that needs um, older um, students to supervise. Um, it's playing sports against each other um, like basketball and soccer and football. And volleyball. And volleyball. Yeah, yeah. Actually, volleyball is one of our most yeah. popular house sports. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, and I, if, if people could see, there's actually a scoreboard on our, on our wall in the hallway. So there's three things that you guys are all, the houses are competing through, throughout the year to get the coveted house, uh, house cup. House cup. So there's, you know, you got a little competition <laughs> to make this exciting. Absolutely. So you get points. So when you guys are competing Emma, in, in, in intramural sports, the winner te- winning team, you get points for winning, but also just for for um, cheering and other things? Is that how that works? Yes. Yeah. Every, um, so we go through sports one at a time. So say October was the month that we did volleyball. There's a volleyball championship where the two most successful houses play against each other and all of the other houses participate by, um, uh, three houses will cheer for one team while the yeah. other three houses will cheer for the other team. And whichever house cheers the loudest <laughs> and the points. most creatively uh, also gets house points along with whatever house okay, wins. So, that, so that's your intramural. And then the other category is, is what I guess we call, well, there's community service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's your, you're going out into the, into the community. Into the community. And you're getting points for the number of folks that show up for that. And it's community building. And then there's this interesting thing called unity, which mm-hmm. you talked about. What's unity? That's an interesting word anyhow. So unity has, <laughs> has two aspects to it. Um, one is uh, looking into what we call our internal community, so this school's community, and looking for places where we can serve and help others. Okay. And then we basically create task forces to go out and meet those yeah. needs. Yeah. Um, uh, the other aspect is that unity includes uh, taking care of the beautiful building that God has blessed our community with. Yeah. And so it involves cleaning. I love so it. So each house <laughs> Every actually... Every parent cheers at this. Yeah, they're like, yes! <laughs> um, each house has been designated a, a territory in the school that they're responsible wow. for, for cleaning. And every Monday groups of students get together and um, always joyfully clean their yeah. areas. I think that the glass in my door of my, my <laughs> office is, gets cleaned like three times a week. I'm like, it's really not dirty, guys. And yeah, they still come and clean again. But so, <laughs> but so, so those three categories work together to create this experience. And so talk about the leadership. Who leads the house program? So you're, so let me, so as a, 
house governor, that's actually a staff role for you. And you have an assistant governor. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so the we're actually right in the middle of um, appointing leaders to leadership. So, but I mean, but this just so people understand. So there there are actually as an adult staff role. Like we oh. we, we believe that we, it's not just kids running this thing, Lord of the Flies. Like we really want some adults to kind of at the high level just set structure in place. Yeah, actually, if you were to ask me what my favorite title is, it would definitely be House Governor. <laughs> it yeah, is. it's an official okay. title. It's, a, it's built into my contract. I mean, it's yeah, I love absolutely. your no, your your passion for it's contagious. So all right, so there's but there are some. Appointed people that you I mean there's a part of your 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 contract is to come mm-hmm. help run this well, program. It's one of my it's responsibilities. Re- it's not just a oh, winging on the side. It's really important to have leadership. Yeah, I mean this is. Yeah, I mean if anyone out there is is in the process of of building a house program or thinking about it, um, one and this this I should actually give credit to to Mr. Goodwin or David Goodwin for, which is he understood that um, house needs to be built into the very schedule. I mean the the, the life of the school, and yeah. so we have house three days a week. Mm-hmm. That's really that's um, a huge point. Again, it's not an after school thing because we're gonna. Well, mm-hmm. I want to take a break in a minute. We're gonna come back, and I'm, I I want to actually kind of ask the question reverse. Like, what should you not do? Because you've seen some pretty. Well, a lot of times you were saying schools will call you and say, "Well, we tried it and it failed, or this part of it didn't work." So I want to come back to like, what what should we not do, as well as what should we do to build a house program? Because I know a lot of people are interested now in figuring out how do I do this. Um, so why don't mm-hmm. we actually take a break? We'll come back and get really practical about making this happen in, in other schools. Hey, Kelly, it's a break here in the middle of our Basecamp Live podcast, and I just want to take a moment and convey to everyone listening how much I appreciate hearing from people out there. It really is encouraging to know who's listening and where and what state of the world they are with regard to classical education. It is hugely encouraging. It is. I mean, I don't mind just talking to you, but it is good to hear from other people. So thank you for all of you who've taken just a moment and dropped us an email, info at basecamplive.com. Some of you are emailing just to say um, hello, which is great. Some of you are... Um, telling your stories. And that's really a blessing to us. A lot of you who just say, I want to tell you my story personally, or as our school is transitioning into classical Christian, we want to know what's happening in your world. Um, for some of you, it'd be great to get you on the Climber series, but it's a, I'm humbled. I mean, literally, we are getting emails. Got one just last week from a classical Christian school in North Africa. I'm not even allowed to say where because they're in a pretty mm. challenging environment, mm. but blessings to these guys. They looked all around at various forms of education and said, this is what mm. we need to do to affect change for Christ in this part of the world. Well, and, and again, the whole notion of base camp, right, is we're getting together. We're, you know, kind of stocking, taking stock and figuring out what we can do to help each other out. There's a couple conferences this summer you're going to be yep. at. There's some more opportunities there. Yeah, we're going to be on the road. If you're attending the ACCS conference, uh, please join us. We're going to have an entire stage set up. Kelly, you're going to be there with me. We're going to literally, we've never done this before. It's going to be just like a rolling live. We're going to have a live audience. I don't know, we'll probably do a dozen podcasts. So wow. it will be a lot of great interaction uh, there at the conference, and then we'll be at the SCL conference in Austin this summer, so getting around these great gatherings of classical Christian folks. But please drop us an email. We'd love to hear your story, and we'd love to uh, be of support to you. I'm increasingly doing more and more just consulting and coming alongside schools, so uh, reach out to us, info at basecamplive.com. Welcome back to Basecamp Live, live in the studio with Mr. Jordan Tucker, House Governor, Governor 
uh, informant extraordinaire, um, who is, uh, <laughs> I'm extending your title. But uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, that one coming. well, I was going to say what it, it is, it is amazing probably of the, of the calls that like, again, that we get from around the country, people saying, Hey, we've got to do this. And, um, you know, one of the most profound stories, and I would love to get them on it's Hope Academy, mm-hmm. inner city of Minneapolis. So again, you want to see classical Christian education in an environment that you would think would be really tough to do any kind of school just students in this inner city environment doing really 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 well they came um shattered us and ended up launching a very impressive house program there so Mm -hmm. it's a lot of schools doing it um you jordan you're saying too that um increasingly i think the the idea would be if you're going to have an upper school you better have a house program is that a fair statement especially in the classical christian world well that's our world yeah absolutely yeah i mean when 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 education involves the shaping of a human, right? Not just the mind, but the the soul, the heart, yeah. the moral compass. I mean, house is the so, mechanism. So just to do doing that. trivium in great books isn't going to cut it. I hate um, to say. I well, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not knocking. I'm just saying. I think sometimes our schools are like, well, well, we do. It, we, there's virtue and wisdom in these books. Isn't that enough? I mean, in many ways, if if we're defining education in such a way that it's the cultivation of virtue and character in our students, I mean, house is the application I love it. of that. Yeah, I completely agree. So, so let's get back into this idea of leadership. We talked about your role as a staff member in leadership, but clearly the heart and soul of it is student leadership. So how do student leaders come about? Is it a talk? It's not, the, I keep going back to the talking hat. There's no, this is Harry Potter for me. <laughs> How do you how do you how do leaders come about? How did you become a leader, Emma? So there's um, a big application process that you have to go through, um, and it's typically open to um, incoming ninth through twelfth graders. But typically, only tenth through twelfth graders get the role. So you have older students mostly that are leading, um, and there's typically four to five house leadership spots for house per house. Yes, per house. And what are those roles? Um, so there's a unity branch, which we already talked about what unity is. Um, that person is in charge of organizing and planning unity projects. That's the cleaning and the, yes, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a uh, reading with second graders, that right. kind of thing. Okay. Planning, planning and managing. Um, and then there's the community service role, which is similar, but instead of, um, projects within the community, it's outward outside of the school community. So, um, you know, whether that's picking up trash at the green belt, going and singing with elderly people at a nursing home, that kind of thing. Um, and then there is the sports manager who is in charge of um, leading and um, uh, managing the intramural yes, sports. Yes, our intramural, intramural mm-hmm. sports. Yep. Um, and then there's the presidential role, which is a more um, vague definition but they're they're in charge of making sure that the house is well developed and um yeah. uh organized if that makes sense um and kind of reaching out in as many ways as they can to help yeah. that and again back to i keep using this phrase the secret sauce but i think what makes this work and we're going to talk <laughs> in a minute about maybe what happens when things don't work well but it's really student leadership and and i always say peer pressure is often perceived to be a negative thing, it can work very positively because we all, we're all communal mm-hmm. beings. And when we're in an environment with older students that are setting the tone for the, for the, for the ethos of the school, it's a pretty profound thing. So, so with leadership, it's not, t- again, just a little bit more on this because I think it's really important, Em, is you all are not just creating events and putting things on calendars. Yeah. You're actually, again, forming 
virtue and affection in your peers by mm-hmm. the way that you lead. So you do, there's devotions, there's yes. visions for the house. Talk about all that. Yeah. Um, I mean, in my three years of leadership, I have found more and more that leadership is not a checklist that you're getting all of these activities done. Leadership is more so a relationship that you maintain with people because the biggest way to help people and um, in Honestly, I think leadership should be the cultivation of more leaders. Mm. Um, If you're doing leadership right, you're helping people um, to want what is good and virtuous in a way through having a relationship with them. Yeah. And so there are themes for the houses that you guys develop. Is that right? So you have a a leadership retreat, what, twice a year, right? Yes. So um, I actually like to add something because Emma Emma is very humble. Okay. And so before (laughs) the retreat we have at the beginning of the year, um, the leaders actually have to sacrifice um, some of their summertime to have uh, basically strategic planning meetings for the whole year. Wow. And so Emma, I mean, this year, right, we had our entire leadership team um, come over to my house <laughs> and um, our e- each each leadership team over those houses created a vision for their house which is who um, do we want to be yeah right what's our identity and how do we want to bless our community so that they create a vision a clear vision and then they all come together and construct a mission so how are we going to bring that into existence okay um, and so tenant for example will have a vision and a motto statement and all and, and yeah. that that they regularly communicate to cultivate virtue and character in their houses yeah yeah and, and it's certainly again it's it you're leadership is messy life is messy there's mm-hmm. times yes. where things crash and burn and you guys <laughs> kind of have to figure that out it's not just a, and again in Jordan you guys don't run in and fix everything I mean, nope. you allow them to have to work it through and that's part of the leadership development so you get calls all the time from schools saying we we've tried it or we want to try it give us just some what are the, like the top five oops shouldn't have done it that way that we probably did ourselves early on before mm-hmm. we figured this thing out um so so one of the yeah, yeah. one <laughs> one of the one of the one of one of the common um uh, mistakes that that i see is that um house is is often described as this thing which is going to cultivate or basically it's going to be the mechanism for, for creating culture in your school. Um, but like anything in life, if it's not given time, yeah, right, it can't accomplish its end. So in many ways, one of the big no-nos is to make house a tack on, something that you do once a month or oh, right. one, once every two months, and it's just this event. Because, I mean, if I mean to use the analogy, if I'm only working out <laughs> – once a month, I'm not going to see any fruit from that, and I'm not going to change the culture. Now I know it's been going on when I go to the gym. And now yeah. <laughs> I've been wondering. Yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks for clarifying. No, you're right. It's yeah. it's a it, it, as you said, it's it's actually three times a week embedded in the school schedule. Yeah. Um, another one is um, how you conceptualize points. Okay. Um, I mean, it is essential, and we talk about this all the time in our leadership team, which is um, points are important, but they're of secondary importance. And uh, the primary purpose of house mm-hmm. and the most important thing is the people. Right. Right. Your, your house members, um, uh, your, your leadership teammates, all of those, those are more important than the points. And I think we had a house, what, last year that just, they decided they're not even going to do the point thing. They don't even want that on their radar. They they're going to do it for the right they reasons. They wanted pure motives. Yeah. I love, I mean, that's. Yeah. So, so I've seen points crash, or I, I, I've heard of stories of points crashing house programs because they were they were given the right. 
the utmost importance. Right. That's, it's just like grades. We have mm-hmm. to put them in their place. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Ordering that correctly. Okay. And then an, another another important um, another important decision that needs to be made is to allow the students to have real responsibility. Mm. So in other words, the house governor can't micromanage. <laughs> in in my opinion, um, the the students need to own yeah what they're doing and to experience the real. So, Positive. Can you tell us a story of when you had to just keep your mouth shut and watch something implode? Or... <laughs> I, I, um, I could tell a story. Well, I don't okay, want you okay. to incriminate I, them. I'm just thinking like you, you I'll, really, do, I'll tell a, a story of, of... Ooh. Yeah, I'll say it. Um, no, I'm not, <laughs> not going to share that story. We'll have to One story it. would yeah. be is we have what are called sister houses. Okay. And um, uh, a few years ago we decided... Um, I mean, what what is the purpose of it? How are we going to do this? And and really, I let the leaders decide about the nature of, of of sister houses and what that looks like and how that happens. And that decision led to some positive things and some negative things are still being dealt yeah. with. Yeah. So I can remember as a dad with uh, I've mentioned this story before, where I think I think early on, maybe like very early in the house program, where we had a, a student leader zealously trying to set up a, a community service project, and like an email went out. Midweek, it was going to be on Friday, and then two days later, it said it was going to be on Saturday, and then it was going to be on Sunday. And I had a parent say, gosh, this is really – could somebody please help them? Like, and I said, you know, it's part of what they're learning. They're learning how to communicate well, to plan events well. So at any rate, leadership, let them crash and burn and be yeah. there to, to a certain them. point, yeah. To cer- yeah, to a certain point. Okay, keep going. What else is another um, – So we hit Wisdom on from – yeah. Wisdom. Uh, the the next i mean the next thing that that comes to mind in thinking in terms of wisdom is going to be uh how you actually shape culture uh it, it's it, when you talk about culture it's kind of uh, in 7th grade i i call hard to understand words uh, fuzzy words mm-hmm. and culture is a fuzzy word mm-hmm. <laughs> we use it a lot but we all we don't necessarily know what it means right and so we we have a very we have a very specific way of how we build and shape culture. And it's this vision painting which uh, captures the identity, our values, what we, I mean, what what, identi- what defines our community. We create intentional missions, which are th- literally the plan to bring about that vision. Um, and then we come up with mottos and statements and traditions that all reinforce that. So, yeah. so being very like intentional about creating culture and not just using it as, yeah. as, as a word. That makes right, and really, in unpacking what it means again, it's part of, and so, in, in it's you, part of you're pouring into the leaders who are then pouring into the students. So, correct. So, when I think about other schools that maybe have struggled with this, and you've mentioned some things like doing it very infrequently, or it's it's just an add-on. Um, is there? I could imagine in our egalitarian society, even in classical Christian schools, some some pushing back and saying, "Well, this is kind of creating the some kids are the special leaders, and others are the." cast outs or something. I mean, how do you keep, how do you make sure that there's, you know, a healthy leadership? Uh, we, we go, I mean, straight to scripture for our definition of leader. And, and I think we need to be unashamed in saying that a leader is someone who serves yeah. mm-hmm. like Jesus does. Mm-hmm. And so leadership does involve being given specific um, privileges, mm-hmm. but it but it must be contextualized and grounded in this idea that my primary job is to serve. And when that's executed, yeah. um, the the house members under you know, particularly with Emma, knows they yeah. know that Emma love loves them and cares for them. Right. 
and isn't just lording the power <laughs> over them. Right. And so, yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah. That's really, and, and again, it even begins, and I think we'd maybe jumped over just the process of how house leaders are selected, which is actually going on right now. And it's a pretty intense interview process. Um, it's like bigger than probably your first job interview is going to be. And you have to have a, <laughs> what, a pastor's reference letter? Is yeah, that right? Yeah. So, and, and, and you have to write essays on kind of why, what are the questions <laughs> in the essay? Just, the, um, I mean, pretty, I mean, really getting into some deep, deep, thoughtful. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, what, what is a living faith? Mm. What yeah. is it? What does it mean to, to actually walk with Jesus in this life? Um, what, I mean, what is the nature of authority and is it important or not? Wow. Yeah. They have to come with that. Um, various questions uh, that require deep self-reflection as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, what are your strengths and weaknesses and, <laughs> and what yeah. do you bring to the table? And yeah. I think we've had what, I mean, what's a typical like 40 apply for, I mean, it's a. So this, yeah. this year right now, um, we, we have 58. Oh, wow. 58. Applicants. For, for how many slots? For. <laughs> 18 wow. position openings. So again, back to the, there's there's culture being shaped all over the place. So what do you do with the kids that don't, you, do you just post it on the wall like, sorry, you're out? I mean, how do you, no, um, I know that's not the right. No, so for, you, for yeah. the past, I mean, this is, <laughs> Emma knows this is one of the hardest seasons yeah. that I have, I mean, as a teacher, because um, these decisions are not are not easy. And it it is so important to me when, I mean, to communicate to those who don't get the positions that their value is in Jesus and that this is like and that, that this does not impact that and to to do that in such a way that we can continue healthy relationships beyond the all of the no's that's amazing and so, and you give them very practical hey that we it's 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 you give them very specific so, so these are yeah, things maybe, to work on right? maybe nuts and yeah. bolts thing is yeah. so every every student goes through what's called an opening interview and a closing interview okay and so for those who don't get it there's a closing interview where we meet one-on-one with that student and we um explain our decision and we say these are things that we really really like um these are your strengths these are what god, the skills god has given you um uh, but we made the decision for this reason and We'd uh, like to see you imp- uh, yeah. to basically to do this or to change in these ways or to make sure that you're investing in this way in the future to make yourself. And I just think, I mean, that <clears throat> if, if it, it's so hard, it, it is so hard. But I mean, how rare, especially in our culture today, to have adults sitting down with a student who's put that much effort into wanting to step into this role and then being able to walk them through. Here's how we can we want to walk with you to kind of help you on the journey to even become yeah. better. So, I mean, eventually they will end up in leadership. And eventually, I suppose, <laughs> many, many do. Some decide not to. In the last few minutes, Jordan, just kind of other um, inc- points of encouragement, knowing many are listening, going, gosh, we'd love to do that. What are the next steps? Other than call you, which is a possibility. <laughs> and by the way, I just will say that right now because that is something you're making available. I know through the ACCS, there's a kind of consulting resources and you've, Absolutely. Been, you've been called on and other various ways you can engage. But, um, I, yeah, I, I, it seems like hardly a week goes by. The phone doesn't ring here at our school saying, can I talk to Jordan Tucker about house program? So you are, you're able to help. Yes, I am. I'd love to help because as, as, um, Davies has said, and, and Emma's hinted on, we think that house is, um, an amazing, an amazing program. I mean, it's the heartbeat kind of of our school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, 
one eight hundred Jordan Tucker. One eight hundred. So in terms yeah. of so yeah. schools that yeah. are going, so can you actually rephrase the question? No, for I just me? I'm just well. Let me. I'm kind of on the like, how do people who are interested find you? I mean, is okay. There, what's the easiest way? To um, get in so I mean, with you? on the ACCS website. Okay. Um, if you go to member resources, yeah. uh, you'll see me on the trainer and consultant page, okay. and all of my contacts, uh, contact information, okay. and then the services that I provide. Yeah. Um, you can reach me at Jay Tucker at the Ambrose School. <laughs> dot org and i will do my best to get back to you or if um, all else fails just email, email info at basecamplive.com absolutely we'll point or, you in the right direction we that. figure that out so in, in and i'm actually looking right here we, in front of me i've actually copied off the the uh, house program guide so there's written mm-hmm. material that you there have. is there's written material that we have that we can distribute yeah. and and to discuss okay great mm-hmm. so uh, kind of in closing emma what would you say to just somebody listening about an i think who's considering a house program what advice do you have yeah um Something that I would definitely say is something that should be communicated to the leaders is that your job is something that you do whether you get to see the results or not. Mm-hmm. Um, there are I, there's so many stories of people who years later um, have come forward about ways that house leaders have impacted them that we never expected. Mm, that's... Um, there are oftentimes quiet ways that the Lord is working through um, your service to other people. So I know that that's something I had to learn as a house leader. You're not always going to get affirmation that everything you're doing is successful, yeah. but you do it anyways. And I could see that happening. You know, we didn't even mention just some simple things like our lockers and our hallways or your, your locker banks are all by house. So you yeah. might have a senior with a locker right next to a, a, to a freshman or a seventh grader. And just who knows those little exchanges that may seem so insignificant that are yes. profound in the long run. That's really a great point. Well, thank you both so much for yeah, being thank in, you. investing in this very important part of forming and shaping culture <laughs> in our schools. And I'm sure your inbox may be full now, Jordan. So thanks for that. And Emma, thanks. Best wishes to you. And uh, we'll have you back on to come talk about college. Oh. We like to talk about <laughs> college life too. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you both so much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Basecamp Live. You know, raising the next generation of young people isn't easy but we'd like to offer you some opportunities to join your fellow travelers in this journey of ancient future education. Hey, Kelly, you know what's really exciting? We just added to the website, basecamplive.com, a whole section that's uh, designed around getting the word out. It's called Start Here. If you're new, it tells you how to get fully subscribed to it. If you're a school leader, um, you can can link on to your school website and kind of get updates every time we do a new show is released. It appears on the school website. That's That's kind of exciting. And one of the things that I'm really excited about is this new climbers idea that we're putting together. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about yeah, that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just simply, we want to hear stories. I mean, the, what, what I'm humbled by are the number of people literally around the globe who are saying there's a better way to raise the next generation, and they're jumping in whatever their context is. And we want to know what you're doing and kind of how you discovered this. And we're just going to create some kind of smaller little vignettes of stories of people. And uh, so, yeah, info at BasecampLive.com. Let us know what your story is. Yeah, we don't have to do this alone. Info at BasecampLive.com. That sounds great. All right. Thanks for joining us and see you at the next episode.